Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Rusty Quill presents. Hey everyone, Alex Italanda here, and welcome to the Ostium Sagas. Now, if you're enjoying this series and want more right away, I just wanted to mention that you can get them on our Ostium Network Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. By becoming a supporter at any level, you'll instantly get access to the next 15 episodes in the series. So that's on our Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. Now, I'd just like to thank our five most recent patrons for supporting the Ostium Network. Thank you to Death to Komatsu, Daryl Williamson, Descripticon, Virginia Green, and Talon for all your support. We really appreciate it. And now let's get started with the next chapter of the Ostium Sagas.
the Ostium Sagas. Twenty-five, Saga two, sixteen sixty-six, part eight. Did I mention I used to run track in high school? Yeah, I know I didn't. Well, that's what was going through my mind as I turned and ran back through the room and out the door in one breath. I figured the guy was probably pretty blinded by the fire he started. At least I was betting on it. So instead of running up or down the street, I just snuck back into my old hiding spot in the dark and let out a quick breath, trying to keep as quiet as possible. I was watching the door, waiting for the guy to show his face. And then there he was, his mouth still hanging open like he was trying to catch flies or something, looking for me. I froze, holding my breath, not moving a muscle. He stood a full five seconds in the doorway, looking up Pudding Lane one way and then down the other. He made a decision, cover the lantern, only now it didn't look quite like a lantern. The flame was different, not right, standing still. Something wasn't right about it. But then he was gone, heading up the street in search of me. Good luck, buddy. When I couldn't hear his footsteps anymore, I let out a long, shaky breath. What was I thinking? Going in there like that. Still, I'd seen something that had never been known by the history sources. Then I realized and jumped up and ran for the door of the bakery. But the fire had already spread to the other room. What about the people living here, upstairs? It said they survived the fire that someone woke them or they woke up themselves. I was about to take a risk and have those lies hanging on my conscience, but I had no damn clue where the stairs were. What was I supposed to do? Then a crazy thought occurred to me and I ran back out into Pudding Lane and grabbed a handful of rocks and stones, then looked up and saw the dirty outside of the upstairs window. I began firing the handful of projectiles at it, throwing harder with each rock, wanting to not just make plenty of noise, but break the damn thing. On the fourth throw, I heard the smash of glass, and followed it with two more and more crashing of glass to make sure the occupants were good and awake. I could see yellow light showing through the dingy downstairs window, and then I got the heck out of Pudding Lane, as I didn't want to get caught by anyone. When I'd seen the guy heading up the street, part of me had wanted to follow him. To find out where he lived, where he was going, what he had planned for next, and probably, more importantly, who the hell he was. But I hadn't. Decided split second it was too damn risky. Also, I'd seen his face in the light, and after everything that had happened tonight, I was pretty sure I wouldn't be forgetting it anytime soon. That was when I started hearing bells ringing, and then church bells. I guess I could have gone on offered help, 
but it would have been kind of like offering to bail out water on the Titanic when it was sinking. I could also go back to the inn where I'd be staying. Technically I still had a room there, though they'd probably start evacuating in a few hours, so there really wasn't any point. No, events had now been irrevocably set in motion and there was no going back. So I instead left the city the same way I had before and travelled through the pitch black, watching my steps and making sure I was going in the right direction, and sat back on that hill where I had lunch a while ago, which somehow felt way too long ago now. And then I just watched the city burn while its people did what they could to save it, and failed. At some point I sat down under a tree, and while watching the growing flames consume the city, I drifted off to sleep. I spent most of the next few days in that same spot, going into town to get food and anything else I needed. The fire kept consuming the city, eating up all that delicious dry wood. It jumped the Fleet River and kept going west. It swarmed the docks along the Thames and made little work of London Bridge. I could go deep into the history of why they did such a shitty job of putting it out. I mean, yes, it was a raging fire in a city that was over a thousand years old, but they could have at least contained it to certain areas and minimised the expansion. But the Lord Mayor really sucked at his job. The King offered to send in royal guards to help, but they weren't exactly seeing eye to eye, so he kept stalling. They also wanted to destroy a bunch of buildings to act as firebreaks, which would have totally worked, but the Lord Mayor wasn't having any of that. It would mean demolishing his rich friend's fancy houses, and that just wasn't going to happen. But by Wednesday, the King couldn't give a shit what the Lord Mayor thought, and just came and took care of affairs himself, basically firing his ass. I patiently waited through Wednesday, watching the fire consume more and more of the city. I had to move to other hills, higher up and farther away because of the immense amount of smoke and ash in the air. Plus I could also feel the heat from the rampaging inferno. As night set in on that Wednesday, I started getting scared for the first time. The roaring flames were lighting up the night for miles around like a mighty beacon. But shouldn't things be getting under control by now? They should be putting the fires out. It was supposed to be extinguished by Thursday. I didn't sleep that night, but just watched the conflagration rage on and consume more of London. I don't think I could have slept if I wanted to. As the sun rose, light quickly returned to the world, and once I'd moved to a new vantage point, I could see the extent of the fires and how much of the city had been reduced to ash. I felt my heart drop in my chest, and an icy chill run over my whole body. I hadn't been paying enough attention. The fire had kept going east as well as west, much further than the historical sources said it should have. Most of London was now gone, including the entire Tower of London including the warehouse where I was supposed to go through the door to get back to the Ostium network. Fuck.
Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.